What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Fart! My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Part. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Part. My American. Artificial intelligence. Non-drawing. Part. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Yo, yo. Oh, my good Lord. I'm behind the computer again. Oh, man. Chris uh, is not able to make it tonight. He not is, uh, here. It's okay, though. He's getting ready to list his house. He's got some uh, some little final tasks to take care of. Oh, yes. Got uh, some pictures tomorrow. Oh, gosh. We got a little circle thing going on on YouTube. Oh, what else is new? Um, but anyways, he, he won't be here. Yeah. And, uh, it's okay. We're, we're going to run it. Greg, you got the computer. He's manning the, manning the ship right now. Yes. It's good. It's hopefully it's good. It's good. Um. Anyways, glad to have you guys on. Super excited about it. Uh, YouTube's being YouTube. I, I you know, it's just, it's one of those things. It is it's one of those frustrating. Things. The internet does seem very slow today. I don't know what's going on with the uh, internet services. Oh shit! Had some slow internet all day today. <clears throat> okay. Um. Anyways, we'll just keep going. And uh, there we are. We'll keep going. It's fine. But anyways, uh, glad to have you all here. Super excited. Right on, boo. Got some fun. You call me boo? I think so, boo. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> uh, we got some fun topics, though. Mm. Oh, disconnected, reconnecting. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a good start. Yep. Good start. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> Looks like there's a lot of dropped frames going on here. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. Reconnection successful. Okay. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Anyway, so, yeah, we uh, we have some topics lined up. If not, we can just cut the YouTube, dude. I mean, yeah. it happens. Yeah, we might have to. Mm. Just, yeah, we can just post it later, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Unfortunately, that's probably the best best avenue right now. All right. Um, End it. So that's, uh, you know, that's the kind of crap that you got to deal with sometimes. We got a lot of uh, electronics in this room. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's always something that's going on. I mean, OBS <clears throat> is still going. We're good. Yeah, anyway. I don't know what's up with the YouTube shit. Anyways. Regardless, uh, super hat. Glad to have everybody listening. Uh, if you are listening, appreciate that. Uh, guys, go check out pardonmyamerican.com. You guys got some uh, options on there for shirts and other such cool apparel. If you oh, want to help baby. support the uh, podcast, it's a it's a good thing. Uh, you guys can also go to Patreon where you can find five, ten, and twenty dollar tiers that gets you a little bit closer to us, right? Oh yes, yeah. I mean, uh, you get to actually call in on Fridays, get four extra episodes of that. Do the twenty dollar tier, get some paranormal or you know, I wouldn't say just paranormal, but monsters, 
creatures, space, everything, everything, mermaids. Sorry, I'm I'm still trying to like kind of connect here. Though, so it's all good. Um, but anyways, also guys, uh, you know, please uh, like, share, comment, review. Do Absolutely, the whole, do the whole nine. Unless it's about our bad connections, then don't, <laughs> don't respond to that. Yeah, uh, we're well aware of it, guys. I, I know there's a couple comments that said that we need to really get this fixed because this is like every episode. It, it, it is something, you know, we're not uh, technicians, so we have to uh, kind of go and figure it out. Regardless, uh, before we get rolling today, let's uh, let's talk about one of our great sponsors. Ghost oh, yeah. Bed. Uh, we love Ghost Beds. They've been a loyal uh, sponsor with the Drinking Bros for the past five years. We work with Drinking Bros uh, with Tetherball Academy, which has been nothing but awesome. Uh, they are super comfortable mattresses. They last forever. They're made right here in the United States. That's always a good thing, I would say. Uh, every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. Mm. I mean, that's a. I mean, if you live to 100, that's a quarter of your life with one mattress, bro. It's a minimum prison sentence. Uh, you can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't <laughs> like it, you can send it back. No hard feelings. Uh, one of our favorite parts, though, about these ghost beds, mm. not, not just from the fact that they have a lot of options, the inners of these things. The inside. You know what they say about beauty? It's not just the outside. It's the inside. You know That's what I'm saying? That's true. So the inside of these are magnificent, and you will fall in love with it forever. All right? Because they got cooling technology to keep you nice and uh, nice and cool when it's really hot outside, or if you're one of people like me where you're, you're hot when you sleep. Mm, sticky. Maybe you can actually throw a shirt on and not feel weird, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Ghostbeds also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't really have to do that much. It's all set up for you. Just choose one of the four mattresses and pick your bundle. So whether you just need a mattress and a frame or you want it all, they do have cooling pillows. They have sheets and other such goodies. You can get the best bang for your buck by getting one of their pre-done packages. So right now, GhostBeds is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles when you get a mattress and a base. Mm. Okay. Or you can do uh, 30% off of everything if you use the code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. Guys, 35 bucks a month. $0 down, 0% financing plans for up to 60 months. That's pretty incredible. Go check it out. Ghostbeds.com backslash drinking bros. Do it, do it. Anyways. Anywho. We got some fun topics. We got Dude, some. Yes. Uh, I, when we were going through it this morning, I was actually, uh, or not this morning, just, just before the show. Yeah. I was like, most of these are sensitive topics. I know. There's a lot that can't go on the uh, good old screw. <clears throat> so we're going to. Um, we're going to do our damnedest, okay, to try to navigate these with uh, with all respect. Yeah. Uh, because certainly we don't want to be kicked off. Oh, absolutely. That's the last thing we want to deal with. But we're, we're, we need to talk about them because they're they're important topics that are going around. Yes. So I don't know, Greg, if you had something uh, you kind of want to get the show going with or or we can go. I mean, I just have some of these uh, these one liner, like these one okay. tags, like these grab bag well, topics. Let's start with. Uh, yeah, let's do this one. Why not, man? Okay. All right. Well, so check this out, you guys. So we had this globalist agency, and they're calling for energy lockdowns. We've talked about energy lockdowns being the next lockdown that they're yeah. going to call for these carbon lockdowns. Yep. And they they were writing these stories like China, their emissions, their carbon emissions dropped by 175% or some, some weird number, you know what I mean? Yeah. During the original Big C, Little V lockdowns. Oh, yeah. And so now you're having this agency, the I. EA, International Energy Agency. They're calling for energy lockdowns as the price of gas and oil skyrocket. Mm. And to do this, they came out with this nifty little 10-point plan to cut oil usage. Okay. And I was thinking, like, we could just kind of go through it. I like it. So check this out, you guys. Look <laughs> at this. I mean, this is, you know, just kind of browsing <laughs> this real quick before I read them. It seems, yeah. you know, like you could do it. 
Yeah, no, looks, I'm kidding, dude. I, I, this is crap. Look at this. So number one, so this is 10 points, right? So you have your first point is reduce your speed limit on highways by at least 10 kilometers per hour. And I know a kilometer is more than a mile per hour, okay? Hmm. So instead of going the speed limit, you're just going to duck it down at least, what, 12 miles per hour? Yeah, I like that. You cause more accidents. Dude, yeah, you're going to be in the and slow then, lane. And uh, then, you know, when you're killing people because you're driving slow and you're driving driving really stupid, then you have less population, which in turn means better, you know, uh, better oh, for the environment. Right? Damn, bro. All right, just saying. Yeah, so, okay, and then going back to this, so you have number two. Work from home up to three days a week where possible. Okay? We've three. seen that. What if you're a doctor? What if you're a nurse? I uh, Just call <clears> in. It says where possible. Yeah, I know. So, number three, car-free Sundays in large cities. Now, this one was the one that everybody's kind of focusing on. Car-free Sundays. Mm. Don't drive anymore. It's kind of weird. Why Sundays? Just uh, the less, less busy day of the whole week? They probably, uh, you know, they probably are trying to do the whole, like, tie into the church. You know, it's, it's God's day. You know, you're not supposed to do much mm, on Sundays anyway. That's true. It's a holy day. Yeah, man. So, you know, uh, ain't going to happen. Number four, make public transport cheaper. Incentivize micro mobility, walking and cycling. Now, this is the first time I've ever heard of micro mobility. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that's just uh, you know like it's, yourself like that's like your Fiat. Well, I don't think that's a micro machine. Yeah, it's like a, a mini me. I'm car? guessing micro mobility is obviously like bike riding, walking, you know, cycling, maybe like a scooter. Yeah, but I mean, transportation is not going to get cheaper because gas is expensive. Yeah, you and, know, and when you're just gonna like everybody's get gets free bus rides. Well, that and have you seen the pictures of? public transportation in large cities it's pretty crappy it's horrendous people yeah. getting stabbed you have crazy people you have drug addicts on there yeah i mean i don't think they're all that bad um you know obviously like new york subway systems are, are pretty rough historically yeah. portland doesn't even have a uh, underground system so but my thing is if you got buses which they have like a trimet right in portland you got the uh shuttle take you all over the place right yeah they're infested with homeless people um it's obviously a warm place to stay transport them but if it's free or even cheap like, you're going to have more people on there hanging out, just chilling. Yeah, and that's not, what I'm saying. Not digging it, man. So, it's uh, it's one of those things that's a catch-22. You know, the cheaper you make it, you're going to get some questionable people. I don't know. Just... Number five, alternate private car use in large cities. I was kind of confused by this. What is alternate private car use? So, like, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I get to use my car. And then th Tuesdays and Thursdays, Dave gets to use his car. That type of thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what I think that's I think you're actually onto it. I think they're saying, ooh, see that you're, you're this is getting down a scary path right now. Yeah. What they're saying basically is, is you go through like a uh, This is my guess. You go through like a raffle, like Greg, when you get your license or you pay, you know, and you got your car or your taxes, whatever. They say, Greg, you're allowed to drive on Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday Friday. Friday. Yeah. And then Sunday. Actually, no, we cut Sunday out. So half the day on Saturday. Well, now, and it's, it's also goes with your work from home schedule too. So I'm sure, I'm sure you can kind of, um, coordinate it and get into some sort of agreement, but instead of you just having that agreement with your boss and your work, now you have to go to the DMV and get that worked out through this alternate private car usage program, whatever the hell. Yeah. See what in the scary part is like in Portland, this, I mean, obviously I've been to many big cities. Portland is the one that we've been in the most, 
uh, in order to park downtown, you, you're either parking in a uh, in like a private lot where you have to pay, yeah. or you got meters, right? So what if they put a situation in with the meters where they're saying, you know, you put your money in, and it says, "Sorry, Greg, you purchased a parking spot yesterday. You can no longer purchase one today until yeah, tomorrow." Exactly, and you'd be fucked because there are, really are no other options. Yeah. So how you you know if they they could they could do that, and that would be. That'd be fucking crappy. Well, what if what if you get pulled over and you were going to the grocery <clears throat> store on a day that you weren't supposed to use your car? Yeah, I don't. Uh oh. Yeah, uh, Mister Mister Thomas, step out of the car, please. Uh, you are violating rule number five here, uh, alternating your vehicle every yeah. the other day. Yeah. So number six, urge car sharing and practices that decrease fuel use. Okay, we're kind of already doing that. That's fine. Right, like that's uh, on your own will. If you want to sh- have share rides, that's cool, man. Yeah, they they have like those fast lanes on the highway where they have like community lanes or something. Like you can use the fast lane if you have more than two people in your car. Mm, yeah. People get in trouble because they actually use like sex dolls. They'll oh, use yeah. a dummy just to and shit. make sure it looks like there's someone else in the car with them. Yeah, man. Uh, number seven: promote efficient use of freight trucks and goods deliveries. Now, this is kind of tricky how would you do this um basically if you're streamlining your distribution of product right yeah i feel like promote efficient Uh, what they're saying is like it's a call to action Mm -hmm. demand that you know we put more electric cars on the road demand that the truck drivers have more uh, stingent you know smog regulations uh but how would you deal with weather and like things that you can't really predict, traffic, um, you know, weather, you have sicknesses, you have bathroom breaks. I mean, for God's sakes. Well, I think they're just saying, <clears throat> you know, limit, you know, like uh, you could argue like in some businesses, you know, we get four or five deliveries a week. Yeah. They're trying to say like, hey, why don't you, you know, promote businesses maybe getting one delivery a week, a large delivery instead of five. That would promote less trucks coming in and out of your building. I get you. And that's not always feasible. Aye, aye. Um, Here we go. So this kind of goes in a different order here. So eight, prefer spy or high speed and night trains to planes where possible. Yeah, there's not enough of them. That's the biggest issue. I mean, the high speed trains. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, they're like, sure, there's some out there. But when was the last time you rode a train? I mean, seriously, I, I it was I was probably. 12th the last time i took a train anywhere you know what i'm saying like yeah, they're just not. they're they're not like they were we used to have tracks all over the place highly used right now well and they they started building one in california and then they took everybody's money yeah. and then just nixed that plan yeah. right away yeah so what are we doing here <laughs> i i definitely think and i'm not i'm not against this one i definitely think like trains are cool yeah i think it's one of those things that we've kind of forgotten about when you can kind of sit back and look out the window and it's, it's kind of like this enjoyable experience we need more and it doesn't have to be all over the country. Like you could set it up to where, like where we're at, you know, Seattle to Los Angeles, Seattle to uh, San Diego. This is, you know, the straight line, you know, where you could, you could cruise down the coast, get down to the coast. Cause if you're in, in Washington, you go to California relatively frequently. A lot of people do. Yeah. So why not? You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd be cool with that. That's fine. Just don't, don't try to like negate cars because you want to just have trains. Yeah. I get you. You know? I'm going to throw these last two just together so we can end this here. Okay. So avoid business travel when alternates exist. So they're saying like remote mm-hmm. communication here and then hasten adoption of electric and more efficient vehicles. So these electric <clears throat> vehicles, we need to hasten it, David. 
Yeah, that for me, that's we've had this discussion, right? Like we just talked about it, that there is some good reason to believe that electric vehicles are no more, you know, are no less damaging to the environment than gas vehicles. Yeah. It may not be coming out of the car in a negative way. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's electric. But the in order to make it, it's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So pick your battle, man. I you know, like I'm not opposed to anybody coming up with ideas. Like some of those aren't bad. Some of them are a little like, ah, shut up, dude. You know, like this. Yeah, the cool. working every other day. It's like, what the hell? <clears throat> I'm the re- cool with people doing that. I'm cool with people coming up with ideas. But, but it's the restriction of movement where I'm getting into, okay, so are there going to be you're saying let's incentivize these things. Are there going to be consequences as well? Uh, that's where I would, that's where I would, uh, yeah, that's where I would not be cool with it. Right. If, yeah. uh, if they're forcing you to do it. No. If they're saying like, Hey, like, you know what, as a company, like if you guys can, we'd love to do it. If we could get your remote, we'd love to do that. Well, who wants to do it? Yeah. Okay, great, man. That's cool, dude. Whatever you can do. But if you say the minute you say, listen, we're going to have to cut your job or you're going to be taxed or fined for not doing something kind of like the Obama healthcare, right? If you didn't do it, you got a big old fine. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is not okay and never will be okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I had this uh, tweet that kind of, I would say plays along with, obviously we got high gas prices and inflation <laughs> is, is through the roof. Donald Trump Jr. Tweeted this, but it's from Bloomberg opinion. Inflation stings most if you're in less than 300,000. Here's how to deal with it. And before I say the things and Greg's already got it up, but <laughs> 300,000, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a that, you know much smaller percentage of this country. Uh, yeah. Uh, the four takes of it is take the bus. That'll help. Just take the bus. Uh, don't buy in bulk. Well, that's stupid. Don't uh, buy in bulk. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Uh, try lentils instead of meat. No, thank you. And uh, nobody said this would be fun. Yeah, this says this right from Bloomberg Opinion, everybody. This is a blue checkmark Twitter account. <clears throat> so take the bus, whatever. I mean, sure, some people would be... You know, they're like, I'm not paying that much for gas. I'll take a bus. That's fine. Don't buy in bulk. Nah, no. Nah, That's on, what man. people do. Buying in bulk is, in general, far better for your wallet than buying small. See, that's the thing. It's like you go to, I just was there today. I went to Walmart. I had to get some mozzarella cheese, some shredded cheese, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. It's $5 for a one pound bag. Uh, you go to certain bulk stores, right? You can get a, a one pound bag. You can go to certain bulk stores, get five pounds of shredded mozz. Nine to 14, 13 bucks for, ten, oh, dude, for five yeah. pounds. Yeah, I mean, it's better if you can do it. It's better to buy rice in bulk. It is better to buy beans. Dude, in that's, bulk. that's why Costco exists. Like everybody just goes to Costco. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I, and also to me, it kind of screams like, don't be a prepper. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're saying don't prep. They want you to be in the worst situation possible. Dude, well, remember they were coming out with these, um, these identifiers where they're saying, have you, do you know somebody who's prepping yeah. like these Facebook identifiers? Like, Hey, do you know somebody who might be prepping a little too much? Mm. You might need to like help them out and just say, Hey, watch them. Yeah. Yeah. And let us know who they are. No, they're the smart ones. You can be radical. Don't get me wrong. There's some radical preppers. However, I feel like they're trying to set you up to um, be in the worst situation possible when everything hits event. That's what this is doing. Yeah. Try lentils instead of meat. No, like meat is the best protein you can get. In my opinion, I don't care what anybody, any vegan says Mm. they're out of their mind. Nobody said this would be fun is their last one. It's just like, oh my God, no, you're trying to do here. Kind of like they, they're telling us that we asked for this. Um, I didn't vote for this. 
You know what I'm saying? I voted yeah. against this, right? Yeah. Biden has made this worse. There's no doubt in my mind. The whole thing about it's all Russia's fault, I mean, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, we've been through these before in the 70s. We had this situation where gas was, you know, sparse and we had a bunch of stuff going on. But we can get through this. That's fine. We'll get through it. But come on, man. Don't don't be saying stupid shit. Well, yeah. You know, it, I mean, inflation, the signs were on the wall for a long time, yeah. right? It's been years that this this economy is a big bubble. I mean, Trump did nothing to make that better. No. Yeah. Like he just kind of pushed and pushed and pushed and we just well, kind of engorged the bubble. He he put out those stimmy checks, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, he it, like that started the inflation, man. You can't be giving out free money and not expect no. shit to go south. Well, and we can't be sending money to Ukraine and we can't be sending this money to all these different organizations when we have our people at home that need money. Yeah. Right. That that meme that was going around, it's like 14 billion dollars to Ukraine. And then we all get 600 bucks. Yeah. And I think Anomaly did a, a calculation. He's like, okay, so we could have had, uh, it was like 100,000 businesses or something like that. Yeah. Where you could have, and you know, I, I might be overstating that, but the, the point is, is people here in the United States need that money. And we could have used that money. We could have just saved ourselves first instead of Ukraine. Let me ask you, how much, how, how far do you think we could get with mental health with 14 billion? Oh, yeah. You know, we all joke. I've seen tons of video of like, you know, tell me you live in Seattle without telling me you live in Seattle, right? Those kind of videos where it's like this homeless guy is naked crawling up to the the giant eagle statue trying to ride it. Yeah. Uh, there are people in the streets right now. And I, you know what? I'll be honest. I don't give a shit about most of them. I, I'm like over it. I, I, that's rude to say probably, but nah. If you don't deal with it every day like I had to, you realize that most of these people want to be here. They like this kind of shit. The ones that need help, I want to get them help and get them off the streets. Anybody would. Yeah. Um, well, and then veterans, you could, you could make the argument that they like that because they're addicted to drugs. Oh, yeah. And they're just saying that they like that because they like the high. And Sure. But I also, I, mean? I think there's there's something to be said about having no responsibility. You know? Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people like the idea that they're not going to do anything anybody tells them to do. And blaming other people. I remember there was a guy here locally. We had a playground that was being overran by homeless people, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And someone went on Facebook Live and they recorded a video and they confronted all of the homeless. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, hey, you guys need to pick up your shit. Get out of here. Like, what are you doing? This is for kids. My kids need to go play here. Yeah. They can't get here because you guys are sleep slacking all over here. Yeah. You got your freaking brown sacking. You got your sleep sacking. Yeah. You got your brown bagging. You guys are doing all this crazy shit, right? Yeah. yeah. And he was just saying, like, get the fuck out of here. And the, the guys were like, hey, man, it's not my fault, man. The yeah. property's too high. I can't afford it, man. Come on. It's not my fault. And that's everybody there was like, it's not my fault. But Dick. then and again, it's like, well, whose fault is it? I mean, Dude, I'm, I'm just I believe that if you work hard, you can you can get things. I think expectations are a problem. Yeah. You know, people nowadays even the poorest people have big screen tvs i'm like yeah i mean okay to be fair big screens are much cheaper than they ever have been right oh, I mean, yeah. you can get a nice decent big screen for a couple hundred bucks dude i'm looking at um a 32 inch tv mm -hmm. for my my studio right because when you guys move to texas i'm building my own shit yep and i can find one for 150 bucks bro. oh for sure you know what I mean? But that's but the problem is not that it's cheaper, Greg. The problem is is that there's an expectation that you deserve a big screen TV. Mm. And my my problem has always been why is it that low income, if you're in a situation and you know you're in a situation, 
why would you go buy a, a couple hundred dollar TV when you didn't pay your mortgage, when you didn't pay your electric bill? Yeah. Why are you wearing Jordans and your low income? Oh, yeah. And, and, and trust me, I understand that you want to fit in. You want to feel like you're not in a bad position. Yeah. But sometimes it's best just to, you know, kind of buckle up and do what you got to do. Work more. You know, that's that's what you have to do. So take those extra hours. Take overtime hours. Yeah. Get a second job. It, like that thing said, no one said it's going to be fun, buddy. But yeah. you can you yeah. can get an apartment, bro. You can get an apartment. It may be in a crappy neighborhood. But you work until you're out of that crappy neighborhood. Yeah. And you why save, have we lost that? Right. Yeah. You you work. Yeah. You save your money and then you buy the things that you can afford. Try not to have children when you're 15. There you go. Try to get married and have a family where you have joint income coming in. There's a lot of things that people just don't do anymore. But that yeah. was that's mostly the government. They've broken down the family, the whole tech of family. Oh, dude. Yeah. They don't want it. They want you to get pregnant. They want you to leave your spouse. Yeah. Get money from the government and live off of food stamps. That's the general. Well, I, I think that that is the, the main push that's happening right now with tenants and the whole big C policies where you can't kick people out of their homes and the whole moratorium. It's garbage. They want building owners and renters, mm -hmm. or not renters, but the the rent, uh, the rent rental houses, right? Yeah. The building landlords. Owners, the landlords to go out of business so the government can eat up that property. Oh, yeah. It does, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And then, we, then it will become government-owned property. Yep. They want to regulate. They want control of how much that property is going to be worth. Yeah, because all I mean, if you think about it, if the dollar fails, mm -hmm. property is worth more than millions. I mean, you got and I, that came out weird, but I'm just saying, like, what is valuable if the dollar goes down? Yeah, I mean, goods and property are where there you at. go. Yeah, like uh, tangible goods and property. Yes. Land will always have uh, importance mm -hmm. and certain goods will always have importance. I mean, I don't think we're getting to that point, but I'm just saying like, you can kind of see the the writing on the wall. Like you're saying, you can yeah. see they, they want people to be in the worst situation. So they just throw their hands up and sell everything off and get rid of it. You know? Yeah. And they want to own, they want to, to have big cities run by completely by the government. Yeah. Yeah. They're all oh, most cities. And we talked about this with New York. Most cities are, were absolutely fine with destroying local businesses, downtown businesses where they could buy up those old buildings. Yeah. Make them into homeless shelters where nobody wants to be around them. Turn them into uh, you know, just like investment properties basically. And it would be very interesting to go look and see like all of that property damage that happened with the George Floyd riots. Mm, yeah. Let's see who's actually bought that land and is building there now. Yeah. Because I bet you it's it's big dogs with money. All that shit burnt down, big dogs with money come in and buy it, and they build their own shit and go, hey. Well, I mean, it depends on who owns it. Your, your building burns down, you get a fat check, and then you have the option to build, or you could sell your property and keep the check. Mm. The property's worth something on its own. Yeah. And a lot of people do that with homes. Like, their house burns down. I'm probably the neighbor. Who knows? You get a check. You know, the house was worth this much money. Here's your you know check to rebuild that kind of a house. And they go, I'll just take the check. And now I got a piece of land with a bunch of crap on it, but I can sell that alone for 50000 Exactly, yeah. You know, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of takes to it. And, it. and it depends on where those people's minds are, right? Are they cool with just grabbing a quick check and then bouncing out and saying, fuck it? Or do yeah, they want to rebuild? Maybe that's what they were looking for. They're like, thank God my shit burned down. Yes. There are, people say that shit, jokingly yeah. mostly, but I'm just saying like, God, I wish this place would burn down and just start over. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, do you mind if we jump into uh, Leah Thomas? Let's do it. Is that the... Uh... Is that her name? Leah Thomas? Is that the, um, 
The swimmer. The swimmer? Uh, Adam Crowley, you kind of put posts as this. It's kind of just an intro. You guys all know who Leah Thomas is. She just won the, uh, what, women's championships or some. What is it that she did? She got she got something. She won. She had, like, the fastest time, dude. Well, Adam Carolla says here, William Thomas ranked 462 in men's swimming, and then she became Leah Thomas, and now she's ranked number one in women's swimming. Yep. Um, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, I want to brush on this because this part of it, I think everybody knows. We There's actually some videos circulating where um, she had won. And this is what we were talking about earlier, trying to be respectful. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to intentionally fuck with people. But yeah. she went and she won. She won by, a, a, I think, I don't know, a second and a half. Who knows? I mean, she she dominated this, the meet. Some people were filming. And it was the NCAA Women's D1 500 meter freestyle national champion. There you go. People were filming. And it was pretty ironic, man. Like She actually won. No one cheered. Oh. Very few people cheered. And then the second place, which was a woman biological yeah people like went crazy for and then uh when leah thomas was like giving her interview you could hear people yelling in the background like she's a man derogatory things well you've you saw the uh donald trump jr yeah he posted uh i think it was something from grand old memes as aqua ma'am yeah I was, so, it was pretty fun. There you go. Um, but what, what is interesting? Like I said, we know, we know about that. We've been talking about her. She's been kind of in the news. Um, but what's interesting about the situation is, I don't know where you got Yeah. So this is kind of where we're at. Um, I got two little quick articles. This, this lady, I don't know who she is. Okay. But, uh, this is from libs of TikTok. Apparently a female not wanting a change in or not wanting to change in front of a male is transphobic. We're right back to this whole thing. And, and and see, you could just say, well, this chick is dumb. You know, she's one of them. Yeah. But the sad part is, is that there are people, and she's not the only one, that believes this. And this is where we have our problems. Um, Leah Thomas, okay? This is the article. Okay. Uh, women are, quote, uncomfortable changing in locker room with trans UPenn swimmer Leah Thomas. Mm. One of the swimmers said that some of the team members have even spoken to the coaches about asking Thomas to change elsewhere. This lady, it's about 30 seconds. Just listen to this nonsense that this woman spills out right here. Okay, here we go. Every day, it seems like Leah Thomas's fellow athletes get more and more transphobic. Now they're saying they're uncomfortable sharing a change. Oh, God. Hold on. Hello, athletes get more and more transphobic. Now they're saying they're uncomfortable sharing a changing room with her. You know, it's one thing to say that it has something to do with her speed. Like, that's transphobic, too. But I can kind of understand it coming from a place of ignorance and not transphobia. However, this, this is just blatant transphobia. Nothing to do with her swimming, nothing to do with her abilities. They just don't want to be around trans people. You know, you Penn, if you really want to show your support for Leah, kick these transphobic girls off the team. They're the problem. Every oh boy, or it could be that um, balls are the problem. Balls in a penis. Balls are the problem. Yeah. Um, it's not transphobic to not want to see a nutsack in your face. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to be respectful to her. Yeah. As she likes to label herself as her. Mm-hmm. But her has balls. <laughs> oh, it's getting hot. Her 
these balls are drooping. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, uh, women, like, this is where we've had this issue. We saw this, uh, what was it, like a year ago, right? Where the massage place, there was yes. people, there was a, a trans woman. Yeah. Who was. Going into the locker room. Going and, into the massage place and, and exposing her. Like, you could see everything. Uh, yeah. And there was children yep. around the area. Yep. It's like, you call yourself whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck, but the minute you walk into a room with my daughters and your dick's hanging out, I got a problem with that. And that's not transphobic. That is, I don't want my kids seeing your shit. Yeah. I mean, if you got other women, I mean, to me, it's like, it's just, it's even weird. Like my kids changing around older women, like, you know, I get that they're all the same sex, but I'm just saying, it's like, you don't need to show kids don't need to see that. And athletes, I mean, you, you talk about champion women's rights, right? Yeah. You talk about sexual, you know, a assault, right? You talk about these things, but yet it's okay for her to be in the same room changing. And, and you're like, you guys are just transphobic. Yeah. You pen better not let go of these teammates because they have legitimate concerns. Well, I mean, to me, like the fact that she is now competing in the women's genre. Yes. And dominating. I mean, she's the first. It's the, not the first time we've seen this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've seen where these kind of um, where you have transgendered females yeah. competing and they don't uh, win like they're not successful. Right. Yeah. I mean, seen that in the, the Olympics and whatnot. Right. But. For the most part, what if this becomes a trend and now you have number one in all of these women categories are transgendered women? Yep. And that's the concern is that where are the actual women? You know, like the biological women can't compete now because you have transgendered women outperforming and outbidding and outwinning them. Yeah. And this is the unfortunate side effect to having logic like this. It's that you take away the thing that you're supposedly fighting for. You're so you want women to be more recognized for their achievements. Yeah. Um, is it the same? Like, no, I, you know, like call me a man, like I'm whatever. NBA is different than the WNBA. It's better. It, they're more athletic. It's more aggressive. It's, you know, higher scoring. They're more efficient. It's oh, just, yeah. it is. But at the same time, I want WNBA players to have their own achievements in their sport. Yeah. And, and like, if you go put like, uh, was it Dave Chappelle? To, or was, I think it was, I don't know who it was, but they're saying, if you put LeBron James on that court, bro, with a wig, He's going to score 200 points a night, oh, every yeah. night. He would be the greatest women's basketball player of all time. Yeah. That's not okay. And so, I mean, like, here's an example. Um, this is this is coming from Obian. Obianuju. Obianuju Ikwacha. Ikiocha. On, on Twitter. So the toughest women in sports, the most courageous, the highest earning women, history making four-star admirals, and now the most exceptional women are actually XY chromosomed, and some of them have actually sired children. And then so you're seeing, call me Caitlyn Jenner. Woman of the year. Then you have uh, the toughest woman in sports, right? So Fallon Fox. And then you have, look at this, the highest paid female CEO in America used to be a man. And then you have the trans woman becomes the highest earning woman in Jeopardy history. Oh, boy. So I'm just saying you're, you're taking away. Uh, 
certain things here, right? Well, I just don't know how you feel good about this as a woman. And and, and at the same time, you know, there are um, there are feminists out there talking about this and championing the fact that, like, hey, this is not a feminist. This is like goes against feminism, right? We want women to be successful and recognized for their accomplishments. That's not the case. Yeah. Um, the the article that I had with this, I don't want to read the entire thing, but there, there's a Virginia Tech swimmer. Her name's uh, Rika, Rika mm. Giorgi. Uh, okay. It says her final spot was stolen from her by Leah Thomas because of the, quote, NCAA's decision to let someone who is not a biological female compete. Oh, boy. This gal. You want to look at this? Yeah, you can pop. I just reference a couple things. She wrote a letter to the NCAA. And uh, she just said, I would like to address this past week's events and express my thoughts. First, I would like to remind everyone that I'm a human being and that as a human being, I experience feelings and emotions. Uh, She's a 2016 Rio Olympian. She represented Virginia Tech for the past five years, a two-time ACC champion, two-time All-American, and three-time honorable mention All-American, right? This chick's a a good swimmer, bro. Um, She goes on to say, with all due respect, I'd like to address some of the problems right now with the sport. She talks about and she does it in a good way. She talks about Leah Thomas. She says she works hard. She's a, you know, she is trying to do this. If we take everything away from all the other stuff, you got a person who's in sports, who's, you know, practicing, who's dedicating their life to it. Yeah. She's not trying to take any accomplishment away from Leah, except the fact that the NCAA is not recognizing the fact that there is a advantage. Dude, yes. And that women are getting hosed. She got hosed. She lost a spot. Well, that's what it is. It's um, you're taking somebody who biologically has an advantage, mm-hmm. right? Because of the chemical imbalance or the chemical balance that once was. Yes. And now is. Yes. It uh, male attributes mm-hmm. contribute to sports, right? Testosterone. That's something that will make you more powerful. Bone mass. Bro. Bone it, mass. Yes. Just muscle mass. Yes. There's a, a different it is. They're just different. So anyways, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but okay. this woman would be considered homophobic. Hmm. Yeah. So what side do you or want? transphobic, yeah. Or yeah, tra- I'm sorry, transphobic. I said homophobic, but transphobic. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I have to side with her as a woman who's trying to compete against other women. I don't like seeing the podium where you got you, you have a trans man or a trans woman up there and, and it's just, you know. Yeah. That well, just, and this equal. is this is the topic that got Joe Rogan in such hot heat because he's saying, you know, all the time that, hey, you know, like uh, you're in the MMA and you're competing with women now. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you're a trans, yeah, well, trans I mean, how can you support now? a woman beating the or a guy beating the fuck out of women, dude? That's where he kind of got in trouble talking about this, and he's like, well, technically, it's not a guy anymore, and all this stuff. So, yeah, well. You get all this stuff, but I'm not trying to be disrespectful and I know you're not as well. Yeah. But you want to champion women's rights. How can you do that? And also say that this is okay. Uh, But before we get rolling to the next topic, guys, I'd like to talk about Aura. Okay. Aura has been a sponsor of ours for a little while now. We've actually enjoyed it quite a lot. Hell yes. Uh, Me and Greg have both signed up, Chris included. And uh, it's kind of nice. You don't really have to do much. You don't get alerts all the time because luckily we haven't had any problems yet. They protect your ass. Uh, the way you use the internet, though, has changed over the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, security tools have mostly stayed the same, right? So that's where Aura comes in the picture. It provides a complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, 
and devices, plus much more, mm-hmm. all in an easy-to-use app, right? Um, Aura provides this digital security protection to keep your online finances, personal information, tech safe, and uh, keeps you from the uh, threats of online dealings. It's all all-in-one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, and every such thing. It's kind of nice because you can sign your family up. It's relatively inexpensive. Oh, yes. I mean, I would say it's actually very inexpensive. But you can just add family members, right? You got an elderly person in your family. You want to get them some protection. Easy to do. Uh, what's even you know cooler is they got a million dollars in uh, identity theft insurance. So if they're unable to protect you, they got you back. You know, they got you covered. Yeah. And yeah. They, these guys know their stuff. They talk mm-hmm. in the lingo that I'm like, I have no idea what you just said, but that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Very smart people. You get one person. Uh, so they you get an alert on the dashboard mm-hmm. or a text message that says, hey, something's going on. And you get in contact with a single person who guides you through the entire process and allows you to have uh, ease of mind and knowing that stuff is getting done. And you also know that if it doesn't get done, there are some insurances there to help you recoup some of the loss that you've had. So we all know it's stressful. Do what you can to protect yourself. This is one of those great tools to have in your back pocket. Hope to God it never has to be used. But you know that more than likely it will because everybody deals with it. I've dealt with it a couple times, minor, but you don't know. And we all need the money. We work hard for our money. And it's best to have it protected. So for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a 30-day free trial when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to complete or for complete protection, huge savings, and a 30-day free trial. That is A-U-R-A.com slash pardon. Aura, guys, is the new standard in digital security. Don't miss out on this opportunity. You can cancel it if you want to after a month or two if you really don't think it's necessary, but just have it as protection. Do it to it. Um, I know there were some other topics that I had pulled up from uh, Twitter. Okay. I'm actually going to pull it up on my little pad here. I'll pull it up on my um, pad. Where are we at? Oh, Zelensky. I did want to talk about Zelensky. Okay. Um. So today, if I'm not mistaken here, this is coming from a def- couple different companies. You actually click on the article if you wouldn't mind, Greg. This one? Yeah. So this is from the Economic Times um, today, or I should say it was last updated today at 1 p.m. Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky has ordered to suspend activities of 11 political parties with links to Russia. Oh, boy. The largest of them is the opposition platform for life, which has 44 out of 450 seats in the country's parliament. Hmm. Um, we don't need to break down that necessarily, but he's basically using martial law to create more power. And in fact, I, I don't know if I saved the tweet, but there was a tweet. Isn't that how he got into power? Yeah. You know what I mean? There was a tweet that somebody had posted with a quote from him. Oh my gosh. This thing is just, my Twitter is just massively messed up right now, bro. But yeah, no, I'm just um, saying like with the Tulsi Gabbard um, comment, she was basically saying that's what they did in 2014 is they suspended his, um, uh, the party's um, opposition. Yep. Right. Yep. Arrested the leaders who were kind of opposing Zelensky. Yep. Cut off the media ties to whatever his opponents had to say and ushered him right on in. Um, so it's right. Actually, um it's right below that article. It's uh, from Election Wizard today. Mm. 
Um, it says Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has signed a decree that combines all national TV channels into one platform, mm-hmm. citing the importance of a, quote, unified information policy. Under martial law, his office said in a statement on Sunday. Okay. You know how bad that is? National TV channels. Well, isn't that what Russia does? Isn't all their news kind of uh, state TV? But that's the that's where people are talking about. They were saying, well, I don't know. But I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't uh, because if I'm not mistaken, just recently, um, CNN and those channels left there. So I don't really think that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so, but somebody had made the comment, the reason why I don't think it's true also is because somebody had did make the comment saying, if this was, if you took out Ukraine in this situation and put Russia, people would be absolutely going bananas. Yeah. Because um, this is very Hitler-like, if you will. Well, yeah, it's it's very North Korea-ish. It's, it's essentially everything that they've described Russia as, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And we all know about projection. These people like to project things on their enemies, but then in the background, they're doing it themselves. Um, But they also want, they want to make sure that the, so it's just this mass control about making sure the information stays on point. And it's so troubling because they can say whatever they want and then push it out. And there's no other opposition, obviously. Yeah. And so you're getting one side and they're going to glorify themselves and they're going to make their people believe that all is well, right? That they're yeah. they're shot shooting down eighty four fucking uh, helicopters. And oh yeah, they got the ghost of Kiev. The ghost is out there. Um, so there, I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not saying it, it, it doesn't happen, but you're only seeing that, right? Yeah. And so it's just the same situation in America where you you everything is banned if it's pro Russia or they think it's pro Russia, when in fact some of it is just news to argue that Ukraine is a great country with, uh, you know, that treats its people amazing and it's got this great form of government. Eh, I would beg to differ on that. Absolutely. The people may be awesome. They seem awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely one of those things where it makes you think um, that's, the, that's the way that propaganda works. Yeah. That's the way that our country has been working as well. I mean, the, the news agencies all being under this control under, what, six companies? Oh, right. See, that's bad. But can you imagine if Biden comes out, comes out like tomorrow and says, you know what? All news now runs through the White House press. Would you be shocked? I, uh, I, would, I, would I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be scared about that. I would be like, OK, this is the turning point because that is a turning point right there. That, but that That's essentially what they've tried to do without sell, without telling you. Sure. Like there, yeah. CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, yes. all of them. But they're still, they're still like, so I'm taking in in Ukraine, what they're doing is like, basically, if you're not a part of this, you're done. Yeah. You do not exist anymore if you are not a part of this one united thing. Yep. Here, we at least have podcasts. We at least have other avenues to get information where we're deprived from the government or from, well, basically the government, right? The mainstream media is the government. So they are going to lose that. And so I would just say, like, you know, we've seen this before. We've seen this with uh, Germany. We've seen this with other countries where they are taking over. Dude, it happens um, whenever there's a revolt. That's why they shut off the Internet. Mm-hmm. In all these countries where the people rise up against their government, they'll shut the Internet off on them. 
So that way they can't communicate. They can't, I mean, it shuts down all Intel. It shuts down your coordination. Why do you think in Boston or uh, in Brazil, they're trying to ban Telegram? I they think just they reversed did. it. No, they just reversed it. Today. They did. Okay. Yeah, so, awesome. so apparently the, I don't know if it's the president. I don't know who. Well, Bar- Bolsonaro uses Telegram and they were saying that he was going to use that to spread misinformation. Yeah. So somebody in the government, I just saw this before we started. Somebody in the government actually said that it is no longer banned because they had a formal discussion with Telegram uh-huh. and apparently felt at ease with the situation, which is not a great sign for Telegram because if you come out and say anything other than people can say what they want, here it is. Telegram ban in Brazil has been lifted. Ban lasted just two days. Just two days. What's it say, though? Brazil um, has lifted its ban on Telegram after the country's Supreme Court blocked the messaging app on Friday for failing to comply with court orders, according to whatever. Uh, I just wanted to know where... Right here. The court walked back its ban after Telegram made several changes to help keep misinformation at bay. In the country. Yeah, and so... What's to say? Which re- involves removing classified information shared by Brazilian President oh. Jair Bolsonaro. How do you Bol- say that? Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. And deleting accounts belonging to Alan Dos Santos, an activist and Bolsonaro supporter accused of spreading disinformation. See? Telegram, you fucked up. They just deleted this guy's account? Yeah, they're bending the knee. Yeah. Nah, dude. This is not, this is not okay. It's not good. It's not good. And uh, I know we have Telegram, and, but see, it's just... Look at this, though. In addition, Telegram made promises to label posts that contain false information and promote those with factual information. It also ha- will have its employees keep an eye or a watchful eye on Brazil's 100 most popular channels, the New York Times reports. That's bad news, but yeah, that's, man, that's, that's bad. real bad news. That's too bad, man. Telegram's actually a really good app. No, th- th- call them out though for what it is, man. You can have a great YouTube's a great application, yeah, except sure. it's garbage. Yeah, right. So I mean, Telegram, you, you messed up because you what you're doing is you're you're falling into the same trap that we are going to talk about in the second or the Hunter Biden situation. Yeah, it's a slippery slope because you're going to say that this is false. You're going to pull everything out of it, and then what? Six months down the road, it's going to come out to be true, and you're going to look like a fucking piece of shit. And there's no recompense. There's no repercussions to those accounts that get deleted, right? Months, months, and you know, in the future, when all these people have been deleted off these apps, there's not going to be any justice for them. It's just going to be, yeah, that sucks. So at the time, we thought it was disinfo. Sorry. Okay. Uh. So we have about ten minutes, but I wanted to go over this funny, uh, funny exchange with you here. So this, I, I well, actually. Let me let me get your input on this. This is Zelensky on Twitter. Well, actually, he just posted a video, but everybody's saying that this is a green screen, and I wanted to see what you thought about this. So Zelensky to Russia. He's holding peace talks or suffer great generations, blah, blah, blah. So this is Zelensky coming out saying that, um, you know, if you don't do whatever, there's going to be a World War III. But people were saying, why is he in front of a green screen, bro? All right, you have uh, art taking back on. Yeah, it's so fake. So look at this. I don't. I don't really want to play the Ukrainian president oh, Volodymyr Zelensky to Moscow on Saturday as he called on Russia to stop its invasion. <laughs> this is the only chance for Russia to reduce harm from its mistakes, like, he said, adding that it would otherwise take Russia several generations. I'm just gonna kill to this co- audio, but look at him. It looks so bad. Did that not look like a green screen, bro? It definitely looked like a green screen. 
I'm so, no expert, but it looks like a green screen. So where is this guy? People are saying, okay, so if you're not actually in Ukraine, where are you? And why are you using a green screen? Stinky, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's a weird thing is when you really think about it, Greg, since this whole thing started, everybody's been like, he's out there on the front lines. He's out there fighting with the people, but he's not, that was never, that never happened. Yeah. And not only that, but you haven't really ever seen him out and about. Yeah. You know, you've seen him in offices doing video conferences or other podcasts or, or news. You see him on a green screen. Yes. You know what I mean? But like, the shit that people were propping him up for was not completely accurate. And again, I want to be very, very clear. I, I like the whole stand with Ukraine thing just bothers me tremendously. I stand with people losing their lives. I don't want people to lose their lives. I stand exactly. with people's right to live freely and openly. I do not want to see people die. But, but the government, like, no, don't, yeah. don't preach to me about standing with Ukraine. You couldn't even stand for us when we didn't want to wear masks. Like, I don't want to fucking hear your crap, bro. Yeah. And then right now, I just noticed not, it's not changing topics, but in uh, Twitter right now, what's what's trending is Stain. Oh, yeah. It's a band that we all yeah. used to love. Aaron Lewis. Stained uh, frontman came out just, I don't know if it was last night or today or what, but mm-hmm. Aaron Lewis quote saying, maybe we should listen to what Vladimir Putin has to say. Why are the deep state trying to protect Ukraine so much? Oh, boy. What do they have to lose? Putin is fighting the deep state right now, which is the same people we are all fighting. Well, obviously, Aaron Lewis is a Putin or a Putin. But the comments are saying, Jesus, I love seeing it one time. And Aaron's voice used to move me. What a piece of shit. Um, Lamb goat says, fuck this shit. Lamb goat. Stained moron. Yeah. But that's again, we're in the same fucking boat that we were with the big C little V. Exactly. You're either on my side or you're not on my side. You're either with the science or you're not. I will tell you, I don't I don't really agree with him on saying that they're fighting the deep state. I, I don't have proof of that. And I know you've talked about that. There is yeah, no proof sure. of that. Yep. I do 100% agree with him saying, why are we not listening to what Vladimir Putin has to say? And yeah. why is that a bad thing? But why all of a sudden is our government and everybody, Hollywood... Just uh, concerned with bombing of a country mm-hmm. right now. I mean, mm-hmm. what about Syria, Libya, all the countries that we've bombed? There's a lot of stuff there, man. To annihilation. Mm-hmm. You've not said one word about them, nope. and now all of a sudden it's all about Ukraine. What is so special about Ukraine that's not uh, worth a mention of these other countries? It's special because uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter told you that this was special. The the question is why, and you can't ask that unless no, you want to be labeled but- a Putin puppet. You know, obviously, like when you talk about like Hitler style people, people that really ravaged and caused war. All right. Yeah. And you could argue that Putin is that same figure. You could argue that Putin is a um, person who's causing a world war. I don't think that's going to be the case. But my thing is, is how much would we have loved to have had the opportunity to hear Hitler before he started his crusade? To be like, oh, God, if, yeah, if we were creepy. aware and had the technology to listen to his speeches and understand and understand them. Yeah. And not just say that guy's a wacko and just listen. We could have easily said, like, this guy's going to be a problem and a big problem because yeah. and he's building a. If you don't allow Putin to speak. And I don't mean that in a way that's positive. It, it can go both ways. If you don't allow him to say what he wants and nobody's going to understand what he's trying to say. It's the same good or bad. It's the same thing with banning what you don't want it's like labeling something as misinformation and not letting people hear it for themselves 
it's the conversation we had many, many moons ago when that was a big thing about KKK. Yeah. You need to let them speak. Why do you say that? Like, I don't want to hear hate speech. No, you need to hear it. You need to man up or woman up and, and listen to it because now you can pinpoint that man right there is a piece of shit. Well, yeah, it's like it, if you don't, if you don't know what you don't like and what you don't agree with, then what's the point? But it's a self-evident, like it's, it, it, it incriminates themselves. Exactly. But I'm just saying like, it, where does it draw the line? Because eventually someone's going to say something that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Are you going to label that as misinformation or as hate speech? Mm-hmm. And then you just cut off that scenario. And then it's just further filtering of these conversations that you can have mm-hmm. and you're allowed to have. Like you need to see evil to justify it and identify it and define it as evil. Yeah. Like that is evil. And to also be able to use it in the future to identify future evil. Yes. And so when you're blocking it, you're allowing for misinformation by not blocking it. If they would air every interview that Putin gave, people would understand, oh, I hate this guy or, oh, I get what he's doing or whatever the uh, the thing. But you have to let him say what he needs to say. We should not be censoring anyone, especially in a wartime. We should be listening more. They should be airing his shit more than fucking sputtering Biden over here. Yeah. Because what he's saying does have effects on the world. So I want to know what this man's fucking thinking. Well, unless it uh, incriminates some people. There you go. You right? never know. Um, Did I, you want to end with this thing? Yeah, this is this is nothing. This is quick, bro. But today, today is the uh, the 20th. Yeah, this day in history. Of March, today. And this day in history is, a, you know, it's a, I would argue is a pretty significant day. If you scroll down here, the Republican Party was founded on this day. That it was. Um, and if you kind of go down and actually right here on such a meeting in Wisconsin on March 20th, 1854 is generally remembered as the founding meeting of the Republican party. If you go up to the first paragraph though, I thought this was, you know, cool. Ripon, Wisconsin, former member of the Whig party meet to establish a new party to oppose the spread of slavery into Western territories. Oh. The Whig party was formed in 1834 to oppose the tyranny quote, of President Andrew Jackson, and that had shown itself incapable of coping with the national crisis over slavery. Okay. So, yeah, I, and they're here. By February 1854, anti slavery Whigs had begun meeting in the upper Midwestern states to discuss the formation of a new party. The Republican oh, Party. Oh, boy. It rapidly gained support and so on. And now we have the Republican Party, which, you know, half of it's rhinos, and there's some decent ones. Look at there. this. By 1860, the majority of Southern slave states were publicly threatening secession if the republicans won the presidency Uh-oh. uh-oh so the slave states were going to secede if a republican won why yeah why is that dave i don't know just uh you know I, I, you, we're talking about fun facts we had bands and asked us about fun facts to me i saw it and i was like ah why are we not talking about that this is an important day man this was uh the beginning of the end for slavery but it changed dave okay yeah, yeah, they yeah. flipped switch it you know they yeah, just yeah. got in there and like the democrats are now the good people man yeah yeah, yeah, whatever suits their needs. Yeah. But, you know, I would say, you know, uh, throw a beer up for the old uh, Republican Party, you know, because okay. uh, they were the actual champions of uh, ending the big old black eye in this country of slavery, which we can all agree was garbage. And so I'm glad that they they formed this. I'm glad that they got together. And, uh, you know, I'd like to see the party get back to actually giving a shit about people and well, their rights. And that that is the thing. I mean, parties. Yeah, they're crap. Who gives a shit anymore, right? But they got together, Greg, in unison, understanding that 
slavery was wrong. Absolutely. And that is what the party was, was about and was supposed to be about is about uniting a group of people who have the same ideology yeah. and to stop evil. Yeah. And, and maybe you're right. Is the, uh, the party got infiltrated. That's, that's essentially what happened is our, our government got infiltrated on both sides and every side. I wouldn't say got infiltrated. I would say that you give an inch and over, you know, almost 200 years, a hundred and whatever years, yeah, all those inches turn into miles. And now it's just, it's, it, you know, it's corrupt. It's corrupt. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm saying throw one down for Abe. You know, why not have a drink for Abe? Yeah. Abe's a good man. Uh, it seemed like he was a good man. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And then go watch, uh, what Lincoln, the vampire killer or something. <laughs> Remember oh, that movie? Yeah, man, I do. It was all right. Yeah, it was not bad. It had its, its good ups and downs. So, uh, you know, for uh, finally to end this uh, for me, uh, we apologize that the live didn't go through. If yeah. you were listening, yeah, um, we have to figure this out. We yep. understand that. We will. And uh, guys, go check out Aura. Go check out Ghostbeds, both of which will help us tremendously in the long run. It's what we need to grow. Uh, Chris, I know he misses you all. We missed him here today, but Absolutely. Uh, had a great episode, man. It was a lot of fun. Good topics. Yeah, you know, uh, I can't wait until he's back. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you did a good job. It's, it's it's hard. It's hard to have a convo and do this crap at the same time. But, hey, yeah. I get it. It's cool. Uh, all right, bro. Throw it up. Throw it up. Cheers, Cheers to you all. You guys all right. have a good one. Till next time. Sayonara. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments. Not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.